0: Hi there, my name is Anna Michelle Gomu, and you are listening to the podcast where we take our time to seek God in His Word each day. We're currently on a Bible in your challenge, reading through the entire Bible in 365 days from Genesis to Revelation. And I'm glad you decided to join us today because it's gonna be great. Thank you for tuning in. Please stay listening hey guys welcome back to another episode of the podcast today is day 177 of our bible in year challenge and we are continuing on our readings from the books of second kings hosea and also praying along with psalms so today in second kings we see the anointing of jehu as the next king of israel if you can remember back to the time of elijah when um it was said that Elijah was going to not only anoint Elisha as his successor, but he was going to anoint Jehu as the king of Israel. He was also going to anoint the king of Syria. So whoever escapes the wrath or the judgment of Elisha would face the judgment of Jehu, and whoever escapes the judgment of Jehu would face the judgment of the king of Syria. And so Elisha is anointed as a successor, and now in the time of Elisha, he sends a prophet to, to anoint Jehu as the king of Israel. And we're seeing the judgment being carried out in full. Because Jehu kills the king of Israel. Kills the king of Judah. And also kills Jezebel. And one thing that we can see out of all the things that we can see is that. Like I said in the last episode that we get what we choose. But that law isn't just left till the end of our lives where we're faced with eternity. It happens even right now. That if we choose to be evil, if we choose to give into our desires and demands, if we choose to um, focus on all of these idols and distractions in our lives, we get that. God gives us so many chances and so many opportunities to come back to Him, to turn to Him as a true God. But If we choose, despite all of those warnings, despite all of those um, commands, if we choose to turn away, and follow our own will we get that because god has given us free will meaning that we have the freedom to choose what we want to do with our lives and when we look at hosea we see where god's heart is because god wants us to choose him because it is only in him that we can have fullness of life it is only in him that we can be complete that we can be satisfied that we can live in peace that we can have contentment it is only in god that we can find true freedom and so hosea as a whole book while we're approaching the end is all about god's warnings in an open letter of love to the people that he loves so much because. He sees the people of Israel as people that have fallen away, even the people of Judah, but more so Israel, because these people have not known true worship of God since the separation, since Jeroboam became the king of Israel. They have never had a king who had led them to true worship of God. And so they've fallen so, so far away. And Hosea was sent to let them know that if they continue on this path, they will get what they choose. And at the time, the Assyrians would come and would overcome them and would subdue them in battle and would practically destroy them and the thing is that Hosea actually lives long enough to see this prophecy fulfilled. Hosea lives long enough to see every single word of his prophecy fulfilled that the Assyrians come and take control of the people of Israel but the other part of this story in Hosea is not only do the people get what they choose not only are they judged not only do they suffer under the kingdom of assyria but there is also another clause because god says that he will make this people love him that he would turn their hearts to stone that he would write his laws in their hearts that he would give them freedom when they come to him It is not just a story of a people who are disappearing from God until they get judgment and they get evil and they die off. the end. There is another clause. There's a continuation. And this continuation is God saying that he has every single reason to leave this people. He has every single reason to destroy them. He has every single reason to punish them. But he won't. There's this powerful verse in the reading from Hosea today that God says, I will not be angry with them. I refuse to be angry with them. And this is so great because look at our times now. If God chooses to be angry with us, like who will remain? Who will escape the judgment of God? And this prophecy, this other part of prophecy we see fulfilled when God decided to come in our form to save not only the Israelites, not only the Jews, but the entire world. That this prophecy is not just for the people of Israel, but for all nations, for every single person that God created. That we have all fallen away. We have chosen our own path, but God has decided to refuse to be angry with us and to show us his salvation. That whoever believes in Jesus will not be punished, will not be judged, but will have eternal life. And this is such a grace. This is the good news this is the complete story that not everyone is lost even though we deserve to be lost even though we deserve judgment god refused to be angry with us and he gave us another opportunity the ultimate opportunity which is where all our sins gets to be cleansed even though we do not deserve it through jesus christ it is so great it is so amazing this is the mercy that we have received and then when we look at psalms we see david um who has experienced his first year of betrayal and of distrust from the people he surrounded himself with from his children to his siblings to his friends people have betrayed him and so today david in all of his agony and all of his pain says that he wants curses to follow these people he wants to see them destroyed he wants to see god punish them and now honestly sometimes we might feel like that sometimes it feels like the things that have been done to us are so grave that we just want this people to experience the same pain as well but the thing about david's prayer is that this is not the true way that we should pray although david is a man after god's heart although we realize that david is a good king essentially This prayer is not one that we should emulate because Jesus tells us that the only way we can receive mercy from God is if we have mercy on other people, not because there is something God cannot do, like God cannot give us mercy if we don't forgive other people, but it is that it is only when we forgive other people, it is only when we show mercy to other people that we open the doors to receive the boundless mercy that God gives us. And while we realize that God's mercy is something that we do not deserve, like we've gone through the book of Hosea, seen what actually the people of Israel deserve, but God did not end their story there. He gave them another another clause to their story. And so in our case, there's another clause to our story. And so because we have received this mercy that we do not deserve, we are expected to give mercy to the people, even though they do not deserve it. And so even in our pain, Even in our distrust, even in our betrayal, by the grace of God, we can pray for our enemies. By the grace of God, we can pray that God doesn't ultimately punish them or destroy them. But we see these people as people that God also created. We see these people as people that God also extends his mercy to. And so we pray today for people who have hurt us in any way, for people who had made us pass through pain. The people who have betrayed us that god converts them that god's love and mercy showers upon them that god turns their hearts of stone and turn them towards Him, just the way he turns us towards him every single day and so that is all for today um we also pray for the grace to pray for our enemies and to love our enemies because it is easier said than done but with God nothing is impossible and so with this I bring this episode to an end I hope to see you guys tomorrow same time same place please do not forget to share leave a review and subscribe if you haven't please have an amazing day